You've arrived at episode 161 of the Cashflow Guys podcast. My name is Tyler Chef, and I am your host. Let's do this. You know I like to keep you on your toes, keep you wondering what's going on. I get a little bored sometimes. I've been playing with different soundtracks, different things to kind of spice things up a little bit, right? Got to keep it moving, got to keep it shaking, got to keep relevant in the marketplace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 161. You are listening to me, Tyler Chef, and the Cashflow Guys podcast, which happens to be in the top five of all real estate podcasts in the entire world. Thank you for helping me get there. As my good buddy, I'm lying when I say good buddy, but I like to think he's a good buddy because he's a smart guy and I like smart people in my circle. Mr. Jim Rohn says we get paid to bring value to the marketplace. And what does that mean? It means different things to different people. I talk a lot about this in my group coaching. When we're talking about getting people on task, getting them focused on their marketing, getting them focused on negotiations, because let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't negotiate, you're not going to get anywhere. You either need to master the art of negotiation or you need to hire somebody that can do it for you. And I'm here to tell you when you have to hire someone to do all your negotiating for you, that usually means you have to write a big old fat check or you're going to have to share part of that deal. And that's what I, a little bit of what I want to talk about this week is general mindset and how we get things done, how we make stuff happen. What is it that separates people like me or Rod Cleef or Michael Blank or other folks? What makes us different? Why do why do we get to be successful? And a lot of other folks maybe don't seem like they can. What What's the difference there? Part of it is a big piece of that is the mindset. You see, we're forward thinking. We've already made some mistakes. We've lost money. We've done dumb things, but we've learned from these things. Now, Jim Rohn says we get paid to bring value to the marketplace. And you see, that's the key that a lot of people forget. I know sometimes I talk about, well, I shouldn't say sometimes, a lot of times I talk about wholesalers and, and realtors and people doing things that they probably shouldn't do or definitely shouldn't do. But realistically, think about that for a minute. We get paid to bring, that's what Jim Rohn says. He says we get paid to bring value to the marketplace. So ask yourself as a buyer, what value do you bring to the marketplace? And some of you might be thinking, well, the value Tyler I bring is my checkbook, or maybe I bring some inv- other investment capital. I represent a team of investors or I do different things. Maybe these things are what I do to bring value to the marketplace. And I say, think again, there's a lot more you bring to the equation. Number one, if you are a buyer and you're going to be a buy and hold investor, one of the things that you bring to the table is the ability to provide clean, safe, affordable housing, going out and finding a property that's maybe under performing. Maybe it's nasty looking right now. Maybe the uh, property is not up to speed as far as repairs, or maybe the manager is not doing a real good job of maintaining the property. Maybe the landlord, maybe the owner is having a hard time financially. And because of that, they're not able to keep up with the property, maintain it in the way it should. Therefore, it provides a lousy experience for the tenants, makes everybody unhappy. You hear me talk a lot about solving problems and how we solve problems, boys and girls, is to add value to the marketplace. As a wholesaler or as a flipper, the value you add to the marketplace should be increasing property values, right? Therefore, you should be, if you're a wholesaler, you should be negotiating great deals for your flipper clients so that your flippers can get a good deal on the property, get and have lots of equity built in, and they can turn around and, and then add the value, do the repairs that need to be done without cutting corners. And then the rehabber can then sell that property for top dollar, therefore raising the value of everybody else in the neighborhood. So the first thing you have to ask yourself, boys and girls, is are you adding value to the marketplace? What is the value proposition that you bring to the marketplace? What makes sense there? And I'm going to 
say, what are you bringing to the equation? What is it that you're doing that's going to bring value? And think about this in every transaction that you do in this real estate space. How am I bettering the situation? How is me being in the situation making it better? If you keep forward thinking like that, you're going to get a lot farther, a lot quicker. See, it's their attitude. Look at, let's look at Rod Cleef for a second. Rod Cleef has a charity. He spends a lot of time helping other people. Michael Blank, he's a coach, right? He helps coaching other people. He's got his deal desk. They got different things going on to provide service or provide value to the marketplace. It's different than what other people do. They provide different things. For me, part of the value I bring to the marketplace is this podcast. I help you avoid a lot of boo-boos and things that might hold you back. Sometimes it might be the value I bring to the marketplace is kicking you in the short pants to get you off your ass and get you going, get you focused and in gear towards getting financially free so that I don't have to support you later in life because that's no fun. My only job is to support me really at the end of the day. So let's kick this off with some limited beliefs. I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, limited beliefs. Now I am in the in the process of starting a brand new course. I'm going to call this a, uh, I'm going to call it Mailbox Money 101 because here's what I've realized. There's a lot of people that aren't necessarily ready for the advanced stuff, right? They're not ready to go to graduate school and get involved in maybe the group scenarios and things like that just yet. They want to stick their toe in the water and maybe get centered before they get involved in an actual group coaching. Maybe they're, they're lacking on time and things like that. So I'm putting together a new course. And guys, I'm going to give this thing away ridiculously cheap. It's called Mailbox Money 101. I'm in the process of building it right now. I'm going to give you a little taste of some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about in there over the next couple episodes to keep you guys on task or, or keep you understanding what I'm working on to help you. That said, I want you to communicate with me. Reach out to me. Drop an email to info at cashflowguys.com. Tell me what things you feel are you're lacking in, what you need to learn, what will help you get over the finish line. This is going to be a beginner to intermediate course. It's going to be a mix of video and audio. It's going to, I'm going to be doing it on the thing. It'll be available at a price anybody can afford. And it's to it's designed to give you that core knowledge, to get you in the right mindset, to help you to invest your identity. Is it a coaching program? No, it's a course, but it's going to be slam packed with value. I'm giving you a massive amount of information. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about limiting beliefs. I want to get going on limiting beliefs. First of all, you don't need to save money to get started in real estate investing, your own money, but you do need to learn. You do need to come up with some money. Okay. And by that, I mean, either learn how to go get a mortgage, how to leverage other people's assets. Perhaps it's a retirement account or things like that. Those are my group coaching program. I teach you everything you need to know to be able to raise money. Everything you need to know to be able to raise money. And I don't teach going asking for money. My students don't put ads on Facebook looking for capital, right? They're not begging people for money. That's not how I teach. We attract money. You see, we bring, we have money come to us. People come to us and we do that by a very calculated, very specific means of marketing that brings money to us. It also brings opportunity to us. So don't think that you need your own money. You do need money, but you don't necessarily need your own. So think about that. And that's a big limiting belief a lot of people have. It's like, oh, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough savings or there's not enough in my IRA or 401k. And ladies and gentlemen, there are other things that you can bring to the equation. I have students that are incredible with systems, right? They're very, very good at building systems. Well, I know a lot of investors that are good at raising money that are terrible at systems. Now you put those two people together and what do you got? You got a recipe for success. That's exactly what you got. So that's what I'm going to teach. I'm going to talk about how to meet these other people, how to bridge this gap and start leveraging. Now, I know some of you are probably thinking, I'm not going to do that, Tyler. I'm not going to, I don't want any partners. I'm asking you to have partners. What I'm asking you to do is have other, leverage the resources of other people to help you get to where you need to be. I first must be a wholesaler, a flipper to get installed, get started real estate investing. That's again, another limiting belief. You don't have to start as a wholesaler or a flipper. You know, these activities will actually slow you down in your path to financial freedom for lots of reasons that I'm not going to go into today. Do a lot of people do it? Of course. Is there anything wrong with it? No, not at all. As long as you're bringing value to the marketplace. The point 
is don't get stuck thinking that you have to go out and be a wholesaler. Nine out of 10 people I talk to that think they have to go be a wholesaler don't like the idea of being a wholesaler. They feel slimy. You're probably listening to this episode going, he's damn right. I feel that way. I don't, I don't want to be some schlep, some wholesaler, or I don't want to be a realtor. I don't want to be known as a realtor. It's not a badge of honor anymore being a realtor. It's not a badge of honor being a wholesaler unless your mindset's right. I do wholesale transactions. I've done wholesale transactions. It's been a while, but I've done plenty of wholesale transactions. I'm also a realtor. I'm proud of it, but it's taken me a long time to get my mind right, to accept that and be okay with it. Now we make jokes about it. Maybe that's part of the way that I stay okay with it is that I get to make fun of myself. I make a lot of silly jokes, right? Like you can't get me on the phone. That's because I'm a licensed agent. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm too busy. It's because I'm a licensed agent. We're taught not to answer the phone. I'm just kidding. Not really. My point is this. There's different ways to skin a cat. And if you allow limiting beliefs to hold you back, if you allow these things to get in your way, then you are absolutely going to fail before you even get out of the gate. And that's, see, a lot of folks go out and they, they put together a real estate course and they talk about contracts and, you know, block 67.3 and here's the contract you should use. Now, granted, there was there will be sections in this about contracts. I'll provide contracts because I know you guys want them. I'll give you all the forms and the contracts and the checklist. I'll give you all that stuff. I'll throw it in there. I don't care about that. No problem doing that. But I want you to understand the mindset and the basics behind this real estate thing. Because if you, the real reason, the biggest reason I've succeeded and gotten to where I have is by being willing to get uncomfortable, by being willing to go out there and make mistakes. And most importantly, by able be being able to overcome these limiting beliefs. I had them too. I did not want to be known as a wholesaler. I did not want to renew my real estate license and be some looked at like some bottom feeder realtor. I don't like that. I never have liked that. But I decided that I needed to suck it up buttercup and get it over with, right? Because that's not going to get me anywhere. It's not very impressive to be cool and broke at the same time. It's just not. So I decided that that wasn't going to be the case for me, that I was going to break through those barriers. I was going to allow those limiting beliefs to hold me back. And for me, that started by getting on the phone with somebody that later became a mentor of mine and helping me break through those chains, break those chains free and get through those struggles. I did that by taking that first step. And ladies and gentlemen, as you've heard me in previous episodes, I'm offering you that first step absolutely free. All you got to do is get on my calendar. Go to cashflowguys.com forward slash book. Tyler, cashflowguys.com forward slash book Tyler. That is an absolutely free time block. You can pick a 15 minute block or 30 minute block. Get over there and get on my calendar. Let's talk about what's getting you stuck. Let's talk about the help that you need. Sometimes it's just people knowing that they're on the right track or maybe that they're not on the right track and a few simple suggestions will get you pointing in the right direction. So do that. Another link, if it's easier to remember, is cashflowguys.com forward slash ask Tyler, A-S-K Tyler, T-U-I-L-E-R. That also gives you a link to the calendar. Get on the calendar. Let's have a conversation. Conversation. Let's have a conversation. Let's get off the hamster wheel because honestly, a lot of the transactions that people do and the things that people do every day are like a job. Wholesaling is like a job. It's like being on a, on a hamster wheel. Now, nothing wrong with wholesaling, like I said before, but I want you to learn more skills. I want you to be able to learn new things. I don't want you to be a, a one trick pony as, as John Rexford will say. John Rexford is a, somebody uh, who's a master in subject to real estate on Facebook there. He's got the big Facebook group. Anyway, limiting beliefs. A lot of folks think nobody's going to sell you their property at a discount. And I ask you this, how can you possibly predict the future? Are you a fortune teller? Really? I mean, do you have one of those weird little hats on like the Swami or whatever? And you're sitting there with your legs crossed and you go, you could prophesy that nobody's going to sell me their property, their ho- property with a discount. And as I, I say this to you, a prescription without a diagnosis, ladies and gentlemen, is malpractice understand that. A prescription without a diagnosis is malpractice. That's a fact. That's an absolute fact. Shame on you for already deciding that you're going to fail before you even get off the couch and give it a shot. 
Shame on you. Mailbox Money 101 is going to give you, it's going to help you unwind a lot of these things in your head. It's going to break it all down for you and show you this stuff to help you get your brain clean so we can start out with a fresh slate. Another one is the banks won't give me what you need. Well, you might be right, but the, the backside of that, guys, is that you don't necessarily need a bank. I shouldn't even say necessarily. You do not need a bank. I have wasted more time in my life dealing with banks and mortgage brokers than anything. Instead, invest your time talking to people. Okay, There are more actual dollars in retirement accounts sitting idle than there are dollars owned by or controlled by banks. You don't need a bank. You just need a financial friend who's got a problem. And by problem, I mean somebody that has capital and has no place to invest it. They don't know what they're doing. They're nervous. They're scared. They're busy. They don't have the time. Maybe they lack the critical knowledge. They don't know what to do next. That's what Mailbox Money 101 is going to teach you is getting down that track of what books you should be reading, where you should be focusing your efforts so you can do this. Now, is there anything out there that's going to get you to where you need to be overnight? No. Is it going to take you a year? I don't know. It's up to you. We got out of the rat race in 11 months, but I worked my ass off to get out of the rat race in 11 months. Not like we sat around twiddling our thumbs. My wife was working 12, 14 hours a day and then came home and helped me do marketing and this, that, and the other. And I worked, seemed like around the clock to get us financially free, to pull the trigger and acquire those first couple assets using OPM to get stuff done. That didn't happen overnight. There's no course that's going to do that for you boys and girls. But I'm here to tell you that you absolutely need, going to need someone to help guide you to get your first cash flowing asset. I'm not going to leave any anything out, but I'm taking all the fluff and all the BS out. This is going to get you over the finish line and get you pointing in the right direction. That's why I put this together. I haven't released it yet, but stay tuned. I will let you know when it gets released. That said, limiting beliefs, talking about, I don't have enough time. This is huge. Okay. Understand this. Here's the math. Here's the breakdown of what it looks like. In an average week, there are 168 hours. Okay. 35 of those 168 hours are spent eating, showering, and traveling. 40 of those, the 168, are involved with working. And I know what you're going to say. Oh, I work longer than that. I commute. I do this. I do that. Remember, commute was already covered in the, in the 35 hours. And I know that some of you work 10 or 12 hour days. I get it. But humor me, if you will. Sleeping 56 hours, 56 hours sleeping. That's allowing for what? A uh, eight hours of sleep. There you have it. Eight hours of sleeping seven days a week. So you're laying in bed eight hours a day, seven days a week, 56 hours. That leaves you, ladies and gentlemen, 37 hours. And let's say you work a couple extra hours overtime. Let's say you work 10 hours overtime. Let's say you're working a 50-hour week. That still leaves you 27 hours. 27. What could you accomplish in 27 hours? What do you accomplish at work in 40 hours? Some of you are probably thinking, well, not much, right? Well, first of all, fix that. Be the best employee you can absolutely be while you are on your path to financial freedom. A lot of people get, they start giving up on their job because, well, I'm going to be financially free next year because I'm going to, I'm going to take this guru course and that's going to give me everything I know to be financially free. So I don't have to work so hard. So I'm going to, I'm going to suck at my job while I'm trying to get financially free. Wrong, 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 wrong. Stop that. That's ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Don't do that. Be a model employee. Be one of the best employees possible while you're doing this because number one, you're disciplining yourself. If you become a lazy at work, you are absolutely going to become lazy as an investor. I guarantee you because it's a pattern. It's something that you're actually teaching yourself that it's okay to be lazy sometimes and it's not okay to be lazy. You're going to have to work your tail off. You understand that? You're going to have to work your tail off to get financially free. That's just the reality of it. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you found value in this little micro lesson here. This podcast episode covers the basics of one little microcosm of a lesson that's going to be in this course. Mailbox Money 101. It will be coming soon. Stay with me. It will be coming soon. I'm going to send you some more information here shortly and I'll give you a link. I'll put the link down there. We'll put a landing page out and give you guys the opportunity to jump on a waiting list so that I can notify you the minute I open the doors to this course, Mailbox Money 101. Hey, Mailbox Money 101 is the name of it. 
And we'll put a uh, link in the in the show notes. And it'll basically be um, cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox money 101. Cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox money 101. Get on the waiting list if you're ready to pull the trigger. And I will notify you the minute this course is ready for, for production. Thank you, guys. And I hope you have a great week. Talk to you next time. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to CashflowGuys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas. So you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.